In Buffalo, New York, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. We've got a post-Oscars wrap-up, including a review of the Tishi uh, live stream, or rather live feed on Facebook. We've got Dishwasher Wars, Chinese knockoff t-shirts, and perhaps most importantly, an update on the Derek situation, <laughs> plus your reviews, because this show has everything. Joining me on this uh, almost Sunday afternoon in the North Rosedale neighborhood of Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the NVH Van Harn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Bobby. And in the Middle Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary H. Baum Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning, except you said Sunday afternoon. Are you like back to the futuring um, into Sunday? <laughs> you know, in the olden days, we recorded on Sunday a lot, and it always feels like a Sunday. Are you in Australia? <laughs> oh, in the future. <laughs> and you just heard her in Girl Scout Cookie Studios in Linwood, Washington. It's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good morning. Saturday Hello. morning, Christy. Good Saturday morning. <laughs> Tomorrow we pick up all the cookies and our garage turns into Cookie Central. It's I'll cookie sure time. I'm sorry. It's cookie time. <laughs> so just uh, look up Christy's address if you want to steal a garage full of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and Bobby... Bobby bought 10 boxes. Hey. Wow. Yeah. So nice. I'm having them shipped to the office. One, so Sam doesn't know how many boxes of Girl Scout cookies I <laughs> You say, I bought three. <laughs> uh, two, so that I can pawn them off on people because I, I really yeah. just want like a couple bites of each kind because mm-hmm. I think I got two boxes each of five different kinds. So nice. Um, yeah, I got all of them except the shitty ones. Well, what, what are the what are shitty, the shitty ones? ones? I'd like to know. Yeah. How, how will you know? You're going to have to try them all to find out. Christy, what's well, the link? Well, I can look at your... I can, oh, um, it's like a long one. It's, yeah. Go, I'll post it we'll on We'll post it. Page. Yeah, post it on the show page or something. I'll put it in the show notes. Or I'm not editing. Hillary will put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it too late to buy them? No. Okay. Yeah, they ship. Well, they... They stagger the season out throughout the U.S., so you can't always find them. Mm. So it could be too late in Detroit, but it's not too late to send from here. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. Uh, and Elliot's still got a few uh, to go on her goal. So Yes. Yeah. Everybody get, get in there. and Look, if you're going to buy a $5 box of cookies from anyone, it might as well be someone from our family, right? Yeah. 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 Very good. I haven't had any in a long time, but my favorites are those caramel ones with um, the Samoas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. The Samoans? No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got everything except the the gluten-free ones, which are just sad. They're gross, yeah. And the the lemon. Are they still doing the lemon ones? Yeah, those are new this year, so I haven't even tried them yet. I'm excited to try. Eh. Because they could be gross. They could be delicious. Yeah, I'm not taking a two-box gamble on anything like that. No. <laughs> I'll wait until somebody else brings some into the office or something, and I'll try one. Um, the shortbreads are my secret favorite, and so... Oh, they're so good. It's a rare time that I want a glass of milk. Yeah. They just yeah. kind of go with everything. Mm-hmm. What are we doing cookie month? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We Chips Ahoy. A, we should pick a different theme of baked goods and do a month of episodes on that baked good theme. <laughs> Um, well, have Andrea. Basically, what I'm saying is, we should just give the podcast to Andrea. And she should run <laughs> Andrea it. and Anne can take idea. over. Yeah. yeah, I just found a recipe for um, air fryer fried Oreos. Oh <laughs> boy! I figure if I keep cookies in the house, Jeremy won't eat secretly boxes of five dollar cookies while I'm sleeping <laughs> this year. Oh, Jeremy. <laughs> so uh in small talk <laughs> oh i'm sorry i missed this we're gonna do some small talk and some media talk maybe some recommends some housekeeping and how you can get involved in the show there we go now it yep. makes sense to say hillary no. with some small talk <laughs> all right um you know it seems like it was a thousand years ago that the oscars happened but here we are talking about them i still um I'm still watching when they announced that Parasite won because I oh, am psychotic. So um, and Jane Fonda is a 
really good actress and she did such a good job announcing it. Um, watch it because she does a perfect pause. Oh my gosh. Her face. I knew as soon as she did I know. that face I know. and looked up, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's Parasite. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was, um, I would say my reviews of the Oscars were mixed. I always love the Oscars. It's always fun for me. Like I never don't have a good time, but one, I do really think that they should have a host, um, somebody that's good. I, I don't like, I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel was fine. I actually didn't hate him. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. It just seems like they like, don't know what to do. There needs to be an anchor a little bit, just like they trotted out. Um, you know, what's his face? Like Steve Martin. Uh, and then they would do introductions for the introductions, which is like fine. Um, that's fine. It just seems kind of weird. Like the, how they would have it is they would have a host, you didn't um, think that the children and nieces and nephews of Hollywood's elite was enough? Well, to... I, yeah. No. Um, and then, I don't know. And then, like, the thing that is was irritating about it, well, not irritating, it just is, like, the prognosticating was right, and, like, Christy and I got all the actors and actresses correct. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, no, there were no surprises. But the end of the show was fucking fantastic, because Parasite won, and it was really exciting, because yeah. everybody thought that 1917 was going to win. I mean, there was like a small chance, um, I think, that people thought Parasite would win, but uh, it was really exciting. And Director Bong... And director. Oh yeah, my gosh. Director Bong is my favorite. And if you haven't looked up, um, when he makes his... Well, he won a bunch of Oscars, but when he makes two of his Oscars kiss, it is like the best thing. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. It's like what I would do with my Barbies, um, you know, when they were <laughs> when I was playing with them when I was they were a little bit older. I love it when his first win just for the foreign language film mm-hmm. was um and he said, Tonight I drink and then the next time it was tonight I drink all night <laughs> I'm like, Oh my god <laughs> And so then good. it's like Yeah, I wish he had been like, I drink all week <laughs> I also saw the most awkward because, again, like I'm psychotic and I'll still like I really do work hard. Trust that I work really hard. I'm, I I do. <laughs> but I have some downtime and I usually have Twitter up. So I'll see these like gyms. And there was one with um, Renee Zellweger. OK, so OK, this is how it goes. After they win, after the ceremony, they all go to the governor's ball, which is at, like an adjacent. It, it's in the area, but it's in an adjacent sort of room. And that's where the winners can have their names engraved um, on their Oscars. So it's this like kind of like two minute video of Renee Zellweger talking to director Bong, like them realizing each other were there getting their things, uh, their Oscars engraved. And it's such a weird interaction. Like they're very sweet with each other. She's like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. With her like very deep Texas (laughs) accent. Um, That's I mean, where did it come from? I don't know. She grew up in Katy, Texas, which is like saying you grew up in, I know, but she's never had that accent. I know. No, no. I'm saying growing up in Katy, Texas is like saying you're from Everett or something. Like, it's not like she grew up in the middle of Texas. Katy is a suburb Mm -hmm. of Houston. Like, it's not like a not far suburb. It's very weird. But they are both very, very charming. Also, as um, a former Los Angeles resident, I just want to inform everybody that where the Oscars takes place, which was down the street from my old apartment, is basically in a strip mall. Like it's in a, it's in a shopping (laughs) mall that they like, it's across the street from where Jimmy Kimmel actually has his show, which is in this cool theater. But Hollywood and Highland is so shitty and cheesy. And it is like the capital. I mean, it's where the stars, you know, on the um, walk of fame are. Um, But it's basically where like there, you can find a Spider-Man, a Marilyn Monroe, um, you know, a Batman in costume. That is where they hang out. So yeah, it's like a So super what you're saying is they were down at the jeweler at the corner waiting <laughs> to get their stuff engraved and yes. there was a guy trying to get a new watch battery. Yeah. And- yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um anyway, I, I enjoyed it though and, and the thing that I enjoyed the most and this was um Thanks to, I believe it was Andrea, it was her idea to have a Twitter live stream, but we, we, we took it to Facebook and Ooh, it was so... There's a so... Dave and Buster's across the street. Sorry, now <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at the Google Maps <laughs> for Hollywood Island. Um, but yeah, it was, it was super fun. I loved it. And I was at, well, I wasn't at a party, but I was at my friend's house and I was just like fully ignoring her and her other friend and just like <laughs> on my phone the whole time. Sorry. The T-shirt. Definitely the live stream made it more fun to yes. watch. Yeah. No, for sure. It was it was really fun and I don't know. I again, I love the Oscars. I um 
the speeches, like the people that gave the best speeches were obviously like director Bong and his um, interpreter who was really, mm-hmm. really good. Um, and like Laura Durrance was fine, I guess, but I don't, Joaquin is not my thing. Like he just is not, I have some friends that think he's super hot and I like cannot mm. get into it. Mm. And I'm not a vegetarian, but I am like sympathetic to vegetarian causes and all that. Like I get that it's um, environmentally and I guess financially better for the world, but um, it was a, it, it got a little graphic there. Got a little graphic, yeah. <laughs> and I like his, um, the ones when he's talking about equity. Yeah. Equity and his and, Baptist um, speech. If y'all haven't seen it, look it up because it's really good. So good. It's I was really good. All of his speeches up until like talking about mucus and, <laughs> and, str- and like milk, ripping, ripping, ripping babies, babies from, from their there. mothers. And I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and even I was like, okay. You're like, <laughs> too far. I watched, of course, from like, noon until it started at five here yes. all the red carpet stuff and people were like we're excited for his speech because maybe he's gonna come out like regina king did last year yeah. and and talk about how there needs to be um, more women and more people of color and like all this stuff and no he talked no. about cows no <laughs> i'm so You're disappointed like, oh. the only thing that he talked it started about- good and then it and then it devolved the, the only thing that he talked about that i kind of always forget about is his brother. And I, oh, that made me cry. It did make me cry. You know, um, whatchamacallit, um, Indiana mm-hmm. Jones and the Last Crusade oh. is like my favorite Indiana Jones. I love that movie. And he is so hot in it. Like, he is crazy hot in it. Somebody said to me, and it made me really think about this, because these are things that my brain thinks about, is if he hadn't died, would Leonardo DiCaprio have the same career? And I was like, mm. oh. Because they're rough. I mean, I think River's like a little bit older, but or would be a little bit older. But um, they kind of had the same gist about them. Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of feminine but beautiful, hot guy uh, looking deal. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, River was or a really good actor. Even um, Brad Pitt. I know Brad yeah. Pitt's older. Yeah. But- no, for sure, though. They had the floppy haired early 90s deal. Um, but that part was sweet. Yeah. And then. And then Renee's was, you know, <sighs> I mean, again, she just started naming people. Oh, she was like, wow. Harriet, Serena, Selena. Like, it was so weird. You're like, what are you talking about? I, I mean, I think she's a happy person, but I think she must be sort of on drugs or something because there's something going <laughs> well, on. And she was just saying words to, like, get attention. Well, I have one question. What did you think about the Eminem performance? Okay, so this is <laughs> the. I love a montage, and every year they're like, "We're gonna cut the montages. We have to cut the montages because they take up too much time." But I love them because it's like, "Oh, look at the movies. Let's celebrate movies. It's yep. like pat ourselves on the That's back." What so this one, I was like, "Oh, fun! It's like movie, like music and movies." And then we're like watching, and they're just doing like mini clips of different mm-hmm. things. And then all of a sudden, it's like really starting at the beginning of lose yourself. And I'm like, wow, they're really like going like for a long time. And I was saying to my friends, like, this is the best workout song ever. Like I, it's so old, such but a it's, good song. it's such a good song. I'm like, I love it. I still have it on like my iTunes. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, they're really doing this for a long time. And then it's like, mm-hmm. he comes out. What? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why was Eminem there? This movie did win. I mean, the song did win. um, Best song the year it came out mm-hmm. in the Oscars, but he didn't perform, and I don't remember. He why. didn't. He didn't show up because he didn't think he was going to win. Yeah. Um. So I guess this was his way of coming back, but it was really. Mm-hmm. It was really. This weird. Such a long time ago. Yeah. No. It was. It was really. Eighteen weird. years. It didn't ago. have anything but, to do with anything, did it? Uh, no. No. But his tweet was pretty good when he said, um, "If you get, if you have another shot, another opportunity, <laughs> you have to take it." Like, <laughs> True. That was worth it. Yeah. But. Also, I was excited because he's like notoriously good friends with um, Elton John. Yes. Oh, for yeah. Some reason. <laughs> I got to see a picture of them together yep. and backstage, so that was fun. And then Selma Hayek. Oh him. yeah. And she spilled water on him. <laughs> she spilled a whole bottle of water Whoa. on him. Uh, yeah. And like, I just think beardy, chubby, um, dad bod <laughs> Eminem is like now he's back on my list. <laughs> I feel like does he use Grecian formula or something? Because his beard on his is face so like dark. <laughs> it's, it's like too- but he does have dark hair. I know, but it's like Naturally. black. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, I think he used the just for men brush in for your yeah. beard. <laughs> Grecian formula. Um, yeah, no, it was great. it was it was really fun. But again, like. This is just goes to show, you know, you don't have to join Facebook. I get that it's complicated, but 
I, it was so fun that night, just having back and forth with people. Um, and it makes the community really come together. And I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I thought it was great. And now we're all talking about cheer a little bit more. So and that's also great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say? Anybody else about the Oscars? <laughs> my, the mo- most momentous night of my year I'm like Dave like we had so much to do at the house and I was like bye gotta go bye yeah. <laughs> and not just like for a couple hours it's an all day event. oh yeah no I'm I out. filled up our DVR yeah. oh I do have one thing to say I watched Parasite the day the night before uh, and don't it's not scary yeah. like I don't know why people were even telling me it's scary so don't be scared to watch it okay there's a there's a little bit of like violence but nothing compared to joker or once upon a time in okay. hollywood okay. nothing compared okay. it's not scary at all okay i'm gonna i'm gonna it's, it's, it's streaming it. right yeah okay i think i paid like 4.99 or 5.99 on amazon um Prime. i paid well let's see 30 dollars plus um food so like fifty dollars in total for me and my kids to go see Sonic the Hedgehog movie last oh night. So you can't get that money back or that <laughs> time. <laughs> uh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> now I mean James Marsden is very cute. Uh, I will stand for him. But um, it was you know it was fine. I had two glasses of wine. It was <laughs> it was fine. So and then <laughs> is it an yes. early contender for any of the Oscar categories for this year? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not it even was, animation. No, it won't no, even be there. No, and it's not even like a who framed Roger Rabbit kind of situation where he's like going into real life. Like it was just dumb. It was fine. I mean, the kids thought it was fun. There were a lot of adults there, which is. It's because we were kids when that True. game came out, right? Yeah. True. I killed at Sonic the Hedgehog too. That was like my. I think I said this. I had a summer of like slack where my mom hated me, and I had two TVs <laughs> because my brother dropped like was gone. So he had. I had two TVs in my bedroom. One in which I played Sonic the Hedgehog two, and the other which was always on MTV constantly. So it was like Black Hole Sun the you know um sound garden song and me playing sonic the hedgehog 2 uh, like um, on warring television so i you know i have like a soft spot for it but yeah no it was not good i asked you that's if how... he went fast because that's the best part about sonic the hedgehog is when he goes fast <laughs> he does and that's what starts the jim carrey portion of it like jim it's so weird it's so it's so he's like dr robotnik which i guess there's this whole i don't know i mean fill me in because there's a whole like i just wanted to get the coins that's all i wanted to do i like to right. fly and get the coins it's all you're all about the coin yeah <laughs> the the audience was full of adults when i went and saw pokemon oh yeah or pikachu detective detective Man pikachu or something yeah, yeah. Starring Rita Ora, and um, I really liked that. Well, but that he, movie. <laughs> but the <laughs> the thing about that is they actually had like good writers on it. Like I've heard them interviewed, and they were like interested in whatever. It was like they were smarter. I don't mm-hmm. think that the people that wrote this, it was fine. But I did. This was to go back to the Oscars to sort of put a button on the Oscars talk. We are leaving, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I, because I'm such a good mom and. They didn't want to come in the bathroom with me. I was like, I'll just stay out here and I'll, I'm going to the bathroom and I'll come right back. So they're like waiting out. They're playing out in the hallway and I come out and next to us, 1917 was playing and Rory saw the sun. He started crying and he was like, I wanted to see 1917. And I'm like, no, you can't see 1917. And he's like, why not? And I like to get him to not want to see something. You just have to say there's a lot of talking in it because he doesn't like (laughs) like talking. And he was like, but it's a war movie. And so anyway, he got home and asked Dave. Dave was like, let me see it first. (laughs) And then we'll see. But yeah, my son is still, he's still into, uh, you know, trench warfare, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> When's his birthday? I'm getting him a shovel. <laughs> I know. D- go dig. <laughs> we got another year. Hopefully he'll be over it. December. Don't get him anything. Yeah. All right. uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, it was I, fun. I meant yes. to, uh, uh, well, Oscars talk. I, first woman to conduct the the yeah. best yeah, song that was Redley. exciting yeah. and she wore her Ernine noon I, I think i'm getting her name close something noon she's an irish composer um and she wore the brightest outfit i've ever seen a conductor wear while working <laughs> ever solid gold top hey I, I don't know how you could see any of her her gestures or motions mm-hmm. in front of a giant sparkly top but well eh. 
Whatever. She worked it out. They always do it. Well, it's easy. It's the the stuff that they're playing at the Oscars. These guys are sleeping through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's fine. That's just like Uh, when Simon and I were at the Met a few weeks ago, and we could see into the back of the pit pretty clearly, and the woodwinds were just dicking around the whole time, joking around and trying to make one another laugh because they had played this so many times. Um, God, I wish I was so good at something that I could dick around and be like, eh, I don't think I'm that good at anything. Oh, the only other thing that in retrospect, like makes me mad about the Oscars. Um, I love my father notoriously loves Sigourney Weaver. I think Brie Larson's really cool. And, um, what's her face? Gal Gadot is like my girl mm-hmm. crush. I think she's so beautiful. Like I can't almost look at her, but they had this speech where they were like, all women are superheroes. And I fucking hate shit like that. Cause it's like so pandering and it's like, we like women, even though we didn't nominate them for anything. We like them. Don't worry. Yeah. And it's like, I know they didn't write it. I'm not like holding them responsible, but it's just so like, it's so like, go girl. I hate messaging. that sentiment because like, Women can be awful too. Like, yeah. we're not all superheroes. Yeah. Stop no. elevating us out of like. Well, it's kind of like um, this is like in the 1860s when women wanted the vote, they were like, oh, we should give them the vote because they're such good people. And it's like, well, no, we're like multi dimensional people. Like, give us the vote because we're human beings. Right. Not like <laughs> right. because we're not magic. We are like angelic. No. Anyway, it, um, that part, like in retrospect, really irritated me. But Gal Gadot is so beautiful. She's that I amazing. Really, is she, I mean, her face. Is I like think you're perfect. right. It hurts to look at her. It's just like, how are you even <laughs> real? It's so pretty. It's so pretty. Um, yeah, ladies are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, okay. This is, this is going to be a show of small talk, small petty grievance talk. So I'm going to move on <laughs> to what I, um, it was called dishwasher wars. I, I don't think I've talked about this on the show, but because it's not that important really in the grand scheme of things, but it is like a controlling part of my life and Dave's life right now. More Dave's because I've given up. Okay. So like a year ago, we noticed that our dishwasher was not like drying that well, which whatever it was cleaning fine. It just wasn't drying that well. It's so not Dave, a dish dryer. It's a dishwasher. <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> so we got it about, we got it right before Bridget was born. So eight years ago. Um, and, uh, Dave had somebody come out to look at it and they were like, Oh yeah, you need to replace this part and it'll be $500. And it's like, well, at that point I'm just going to get a fucking new dishwasher. Cause that's basically how much dishwashers cost unless you want like the super nice ones. So anyway, we're like, uh, you know, it's like not really what I want to spend money on. So we don't do it and just kind of deal with having our dishwasher, not really dry stuff. La la la. Then finally we're like, we just, we need to get a new dishwasher. This is ridiculous. I, we, I want a new dishwasher. So Dave, like at the new year when he signed up for his, I don't know, something at work, he got a $400 um, gift card to Best Buy for something. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we're buying our dishwasher at Best Buy. Like, that's just where we're going to get it. So we go to Best Buy a couple weeks ago. This is like a month and a half ago. Um, We go, I had an idea of what I wanted. Um, and so we got one that was like a little bit nicer, mostly because we were offset by like the $400 deal. And I was like, Oh, we'll get this KitchenAid. It looks good. and has really good reviews. So, okay. So we go on a Sunday and then the guy's like, okay, they'll deliver it next Saturday. Great. Like we're like, okay, great. So I, it was a day that I got a facial. Huh? I know. So I like, I was leaving as I was leaving. <laughs> you didn't even give anyone a chance to laugh at you. <laughs> um, as I was leaving, I, the guy was pulling up with the dishwasher and I'm like, killer. Like when I get home, this is going to be installed. I'm so excited. And I'm notoriously um, bad about home improvement stuff. Like I freak out too much. So it's good for me to um, remove myself from the situation. So anyway, I go get my facial. I come when I was going there, I think, and I was parking. Dave texted me, shit, like they can't turn the water off um, because it's like stuck or something and they're not going to be able to install it today. And I was like, Ugh, so annoying. Um, and I, like, we have to get a plumber out. I don't, he, I don't really understand it, but it was like, Oh, Austin hard water is just like, it's calcified stuff, whatever. Okay. So I come home and I'm kind of annoyed, but whatever it is, what it is. I was making the kids dinner or something. And I noticed under our sink, like I was like, why is there water? Rory, did you spill water there? Well, the guy hadn't turned it. He couldn't turn it off, but he like budged it enough that it started leaking so it's Saturday night. We have water leaking out of the bottom of our uh, sink. And I'm like, motherfucker. Then I'm like really mad. Like that's when I was kind of like went off the rails a little bit. Like I was sort of screaming like, they're going to pay for this. 
yes. And Dave's like, you need. And I'm like, we're taking them to Judge Judy. I'm so mad. Um, <laughs> and so um, I'm a joy to be married to. I promise you. I'm so nice. Um, so anyway, I. Um, I was like, we have to call. And it was a slow leak, but I was like, I don't want it to fill up. Whatever. So Dave ends up calling a plumber guy and it wasn't that expensive. He comes and fixes it. And okay. So it was not that bad, but I was still pissed. Anyway, they got, okay. Step back. When the guy said, I can't install this. We said, take the dishwasher with you because we don't want to be responsible for it in our garage. Like I want you to take it with you. Well, Mm -hmm. apparently the people who, I don't know, deliver dishwashers and install them are two separate things. So he, the guy was supposed to come the next Wednesday. Dave stays home. He comes Wednesday. The guy doesn't have a dishwasher. And we're like, are you? he's like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to bring. I thought you had the dishwasher. Oh, and we're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. No, we don't have the dishwasher. Okay. So they're going to install it the next Saturday. They come again. No dishwasher. No fucking dishwasher. I think that this is, and they're supposed to deliver today. So. Like, we'll see what happens. And I'm going to brunch while it's happening. Um, I think this might be the fifth attempt for them to do it. Um, Because Dave, it was supposed to be maybe last Wednesday or something. And Dave called when they said, oh, yeah, we're going to deliver between one and four or whatever. Dave said, okay, just to double check, do you have the dishwasher with you? Or is it going to be delivered? He said, no, there's no note that it's supposed to be delivered. And he was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I need to have the dishwasher. I don't have the dishwasher. Anyway, so uh, so hopefully it'll be installed today. We are never buying anything from Best Buy again. And honestly, like, if this doesn't get delivered, we might just cancel it and, like, go at, at somewhere else. Cause I fuck the $400. I'll buy a new TV or something with it. I, I don't know. I mean, it's so stupid. And this – we actually got – um not like I'm somebody who's like, I try not to buy from big box stores because it really is just easier and they're more competitively priced. But mm-hmm. we bought our um, washing machine. We bought a Speed Queen, which is a really, um, it's not like really nice. It's actually not like, there's no bells and whistles, but it's like very, it's like a efficient. Yeah, it's supposed to last forever, right? Forever. Yeah, yeah. We bought it at a place, like a local um, place out in Dripping Springs and they were great and they're really great to deal with. It was super easy. You know, you don't feel like you're getting fleeced the whole time. This is like, it's just this monolith that nobody will tell us. Why are there two different? Anyway, it's very frustrating. So stay tuned. Mm -hmm. I will be drunk at brunch and hopefully the dishwasher will be being installed when I get home. So TBD, I will take a picture if it happens. Thank you, Hillary Speed Queen. (laughs) (laughs) I am a speed queen. Um, anyway. uh, can, can we jump straight to the update on the Derek situation? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> as long as we're Wait, doing a Hillary I have a question. Yes. Is this really how he spells his name? Yes, that's how he spells his name. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, For the sake not... of his privacy, we probably shouldn't disclose how he spells his name, but it's not how you think. Not, it's, not, it's not the traditional Derek spelling, but... Um, yeah, as, you, know how you... Many, you know how many traditional Derek's are out there. <laughs> It's like D-Eric. <laughs> it's not Derek. <laughs> D-Rick. Yeah, D-Rick. Um, I'm hoping he does not listen to this, but actually if he did, hi, Derek, I love you so much. I think you would like this show. You're our favorite. We love you. You're um, definitely okay. our favorite Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not like a huge, huge update, except that, um, so I went, Bridget's birthday was last um, Friday on the 7th. So I went to school to, um, go have lunch with her. And I was like, I, you have to go, they're really strict about going into the school. Like you can't just like willy nilly go into the school. Like you have to go check in in the front office, show your ID, get a pass. Blah, blah, blah. And he's the one that's giving him. And I, okay. So you might've learned this about me. I want everybody to like me, but like a lot, like I want everybody to be like, Oh my God, Hillary's so great. And, but the, also the problem is, and this is why I like wasn't that popular in high school is I try way too hard and like don't know when to stop so I was like really trying to lay it on when I was waiting to get my pass I was like trying to be funny and I didn't want to mention like I was the one that emailed you but I kind of wanted him to just like recognize it anyway he seemed to think I was sort of funny but like didn't say anything and then so fine and then um you last week Bridget had a Valentine's Day party at her school and I had to go like do the past thing again. And I said, I just want, you know, I'm, I'm the one that emailed you. I'm the Veronica Mars one. He was like, Oh, Hey girl. <laughs> and I was like, hi. 
And that was it. So, I mean, it's not a huge update. I just want him to recognize, like, that I'm fun. I'm the most fun mom. Like, I'm not, like, a regular mom. I'm a cool no. mom. I make... <laughs> I understand gay culture, Derek. <laughs> anyway, so that was that's a minor Derek update. So, hopefully, we'll be best friends. And there's a bar that's really close to my house that is, like, one of the worst bars um, in America. It's awful. And we keep trying to make it, like, a thing. And it's just terrible. But I will... Derek, if you are listening, I will meet you at the detour. We're going to go hang out. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Why do you want to go to an awful bar? Because it's really close, and I feel like he oh. maybe would like want to go have like a happy hour there. It's a, one of those mm. places that has happy hour from like eleven to seven. <laughs> like, nice. <wow. laughs> how how yeah, happy it's... can you be if you're unemployed enough to drink from eleven? To <laughs> I seven? don't know. I think that it's for when I've gone into this place. I I feel like it has to be for people who work like overnights or something. I don't know. I haven't really, and it always smells like chlorine in there. Like somebody literally just threw up and they were like, <laughs> I mean, to bleach it out. I live in a nice neighborhood. This is just a really, really shitty bar that's really close to us. Anyway, there was a it. summer in college when we did all of our drinking at a bar called Checkers in North <laughs> Buffalo because we had a friend who attended bar there and yeah. it always smelled like kitty litter, not like <laughs> cat shit, but just like the smell of fresh kitty litter. But yeah. it didn't matter because, I don't know, somehow I would walk in with $8 and somehow I would walk out loaded. So <laughs> I didn't care. Oh, disgusting. Uh, we have a little more. Uh, this is sort of Tishi business related, but um, uh, this came to our attention this week, uh, courtesy of Phyllis Fletcher. Uh, we in the old LRB store had a T-shirt that was a, a rough sketch idea that that I worked on at one point, but then I was thoroughly outclassed by Josh, Phyllis's Josh, who is an actual artist um, for Dave Thomas Arena in homage to Andrew Walsh's uh, childhood fight club behind uh, a Wendy's. And uh, we made this T-shirt and we had some made in the old store and they were great. And then when we were moving things over to the Tishi store, uh, it didn't make the cut because we sort of retired some of those old shirts. We can work on that. If anybody really wants one, let us know. We can we can yeah, do that. But some uh, uh, some unscrupulous overseas <laughs> low budget art scraping T-shirt shop. And, and these are out there. These these it's probably not even a real person it's probably mostly a robot of some kind scraping art from t-shirts and other places all across the internet and just making them on t-shirts phyllis went to look for this t-shirt to show it to a friend and found two different chinese looking outlets uh selling our dave thomas arena t-shirt without <laughs> our permission and not our vendor and so, so weird. I, I guess this is mainly like a consumer affairs alert. Do not go buy this t-shirt for twelve ninety five from some weird overseas store you've never heard of before. Because it's not us. We don't know. I sent them an email saying I wanted to work with the artist because I really liked the shirt and I have not heard back. I'm shocked. <laughs> Why would anyone oh else gosh. want that shirt who doesn't know? It doesn't make it doesn't sense. Make any sense. <laughs> But then that got me thinking, why did that not get a shutdown but, more yeah. than the Netflix name? Right. right? I don't so, know. Okay. It's weird. fine. I mean, I guess Dave Wendy's wasn't really referenced anywhere on that shirt. No. And, no. and there's more than one Dave Thomas. But it looks just like the logo. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. But uh, it's out there. And uh, uh, yeah. So don't buy it. <laughs> Fuck if you want one, Buy come to us. us. We'll get you a real one. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, I'm like uh, weirdly I... flattered because I we, like I like attention. So I'm like, you would oh be, you would be flattered by copyright <laughs> infringement. <laughs> Show title: You'd be flattered by copyright. <laughs> I know, guys. Just I have. One of these knockoff sellers is just going to start making It's Fine mugs and you're going to be tickled. <laughs> it's true. Ugh, it's true. <laughs> All right. Um, I moved Question of the Week back up to Small Talk because yeah. uh, that's where it lived before Movie Talk. We, we did movie episodes for so long that it took me a minute to remember how we did this. But 
Uh, question of the week uh, is a question from me, and it's a really simple one. Uh, what are we reading right now? Uh, so, ladies, uh, why don't uh, why don't we just go in order uh, as uh, left to right? Uh, ladies first, of course. So, Meredith, what are you reading right now? I am reading a book called Lab Girl. And doesn't sound up your alley. At all. I don't know why <laughs> I know. you would be reading it. It's weird. It's a memoir written in 2016 by a woman named um, Hope Jaren. I think I'm saying her name right. It's J A H R E N. And she is a geochemist, a geobiologist, and a professor. Um, and it's, it's half about botany and half about her life. And she kind of weaves the two together in a really interesting way. Um, so I, you know, it, it, it touches on a lot of problems in the scientific community, like, um, how professors are always scrambling to get money or researchers are always scrambling to get money. And she describes a lot of the sexism that she faces, but it's just a truly, really interesting story. And I, I don't, I was never much of a person who was interested in botany, but it's fascinating the way she describes it. So would highly, highly recommend this book. Um, And the other one, I have to mention it, but I haven't started it yet, but I'm very excited to. As soon as Lab Girl is done, I'm going to start reading Lindy West's new book, which is called The Witches Are Coming. It's so good. I'm so excited. I have it sitting on my desk. You have the book, not the... Yeah, I have the physical book, um, yeah. Okay. I listen to the audiobook because it's her reading it and I just love it. Ugh, so good. I would probably do that, but there's a there's a little bookstore by my house called Pages and I've been trying to like support them instead of Amazon yeah. or Barnes and Noble. So I've been yeah. getting a lot of physical books lately. So I have Lab Girl on Kindle, but I got The Witches Are Coming on Physical Book. Cool. It's so good. Especially like what I imagine to be the last two pages of the book. Um are so good and inspirational. I just kept rewinding and listening to Aww. it over and over again. Oh, that's cool. So I hope you like it. Oh, I it can't too. wait. Um, yes. I'm not going to bore you with the like mountains of trash that I read. Cause, <laughs> and, and Christy and I have talked about this. Thank God for the Libby app. So I'm not paying for yes. them. <laughs> you do have to wait for it a little bit, but that's fine. Cause it's, there, it's trash. There was one that I read that I was like, this is trash, but, and I can't believe I'm listening at work, but it was great. Um, <laughs> um, but the last three uh, that I read, more or less, um, I read, and these, I listen to a lot of books. I do read books. I, I can read, but I do listen to stuff. I, <laughs> you can read. <laughs> I did. I used to have this theory about this broker in my old office that he couldn't read. Because he like, would just, like, <laughs> just like, forward emails. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny. There are a lot of adults who can't read. <laughs> I shouldn't be like. Right. He makes millions of dollars a year. Yeah, so he you should can laugh at him for not being. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but um, the last three that I've listened to that I that I enjoyed, um, I listened to Catch and Kill, which I haven't listened to the podcast yet, and I heard that was really good. That is the Ronan Farrow book. It's I, so good. I will say that I did like, um, I like She Said a little bit more. Well, I like the first three-fourths of She Said a little bit more, just personally. I like mm-hmm. Ronan a lot. Like, he's kind of a dork, and he's sort of an yeah. actor kid, you know, because he likes to perform, which, like, I get, but sometimes I get geeked out by it a little bit i'm like okay i get the accents like i get that you're like i'm I, i'm good at accents anyway though i did enjoy <laughs> it um and a corollary to that this is not a book but i listened to the daily from about a week ago it was like the friday maybe it was the seventh um and i um it was megan Tui who wrote she said and did all the new york times stuff interviewing um harvey weinstein's attorney and it is interesting wild it is wild like she's a really good attorney i mean you're like okay yes due process like that's um important even though he's a trash monster but like we live in the united states like he needs to have a trial the end of it the last like five min- minutes of it are wild like i was like i almost had to shut it off because i was like i can't listen to this it was so horrific anyway i highly recommend it um what was that called again uh it was the daily it was like from it was um his attorney it was weinstein's attorney i think it was from the seventh i think um but it was really good um another book this is actually a um, sort of, and I might have recommended it previously, but this is sort of a romance, but it's called Red, White, and Royal Blue. It's so good. Um, you know, I like romance, I like politics, and I like the royals, so it's like a good, like, combo. Um, That's the, d- you that, recommended this before, right? Yeah, yeah, and I loved it, and I kind of want to read it again, because, and I think it's going to be made into an Amazon something or other, um, but it was really good, and it made me cry. Um, and then this is just, like, on brand, because... 
I have to. This will only hurt a little, which is Busy Phillips's memoir. Um, <laughs> I actually really liked it, it's and good. I I recommend listening to it because she. Yeah, has it's in her voice and it's like her voice and she uh, does not pull punches on a bunch of people and she names names she names names great. and so like <laughs> James Franco sucks like mm-hmm. sucks a lot. Um, anyway, it was really good. I it, it entertained me. I like got it because you know I feel like an allegiance to her, but um, but I actually really ended up enjoying it. So those are mine. All Is right, yeah, yeah, Christy. Okay, I'm currently listening to. The book, The Storyteller, from Jodi Picoult. Oh. Do you guys know yes, who she yes, is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my, she kind of used to write kind of a little bit cheesy, well-written, but cheesy books until I read Small Great Things. Have you guys read this one? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. I highly recommend everyone read it. Um, and then my friend said, you should read her. I don't even know how old this thing is um, because, you know, it's on the Libby app. So as soon as I put it yeah. in, I forget. Um, but it seems to be about the Holocaust in one timeline and then Holocaust survivors in another one. And it seems it's, it's, it's so far. It's so good. I just started it on um, Friday. So then also a hardback book that I'm reading. (laughs) So fancy um, is, so you want to talk about race? Um, That's from Ijoma Aluo. And yeah, I had gotten it as an audio book when it first came out, but I don't like the reader. Oh. I couldn't get into it, and so I just kept, like, expiring, and then I'd put it back in the queue, and then it would expire again. And now um, Ellie's school is doing a, a – we all, we're all reading the same book, oh, cool. and it's, like, brought to you by the equity team, and so I want to read it so we can go to these, like, talks about it. And she's – um. Not that it matters, but she's – um. what's her face's sister-in-law, Lindy West. Right? Lindsay, yep. Lindy yep. West's sister-in-law, isn't mm-hmm. she? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I am reading a book right now that I don't think is related to Lindy West. <laughs> uh, you need to leave right now. Get out of here. <laughs> it is. This is bordering on a Boot the Boys episode. I'm just sort of treading water. Uh, I'm reading Range by David Epstein. Uh, the subtitle is Why Generalists Triumph in a Specialized World. Uh, David Epstein wrote The Sports Gene a while back and is pretty well known for that. But the premise of the book is essentially that over uh, specialization in training and uh, practice has made us uh, less well-rounded individuals and less good at solving problems and being Mm. creative in our fields because we haven't experienced enough things outside of what we do to uh, have an open mind about things, basically. And I'm reading this because a friend of mine forced it uh, under me uh, because he read it and he and I have been talking about launching a consulting agency for a long time. And he thinks that it would be beneficial for us to keep this in mind because that's sort of what we do. It's my friend, Nick, and he and I are sort of the property brothers of arts admin management. He's a little, he's a little cleaned up and a little bit fancier and I'm a little bit more, let's lose this wall. Um, <laughs> so, we have very different perspectives on a lot of things, but we work together really well. And so he read it and he's making me read it, but it is really actually quite interesting. Um, and so if you're looking for sort of a, a, a read that's a little less um, uh, I don't, emotional, it's not the right word. It's sort of an interesting human character study. Um, and there's a lot of data in it, but it's also just uh, written very well. David Epstein is a very good writer. And um, it's interesting to read a not sports book by him because the only thing I'd ever read from him before was a sports book. So that's it. My goal in life is to know a little bit about everything. So that is really appealing to me. Yeah. Like. Well, it says it'll make you better at your primary discipline, too. I mean, that's yeah. the basic takeaway. And and in the music world, this is like kids who get a violin glued into their hands at age yeah. two. Yeah. And they force people to just, and it's, uh, it turns out that you look at the enrollment at places like Juilliard and the musicians who are ranked the best when they're coming in are actually the ones who dabbled in a bunch of different instruments because they just have a better overall, uh, musical quality to them. I am. I listened to Abby Wambach one time on, um, the BS or, you know, Bill Simmons, um, podcast and she, and he was talking about specialization in sports and it starts so young now like it when I was a kid I, I was not athletic but I played every sport like I played every sport we always just did and it was fine everybody did it um and and then you knew like by sixth or seventh grade or whatever people would start to uh, peel off and be 
go on chamber leagues or whatever travel teams. Um, it starts so early now. Like Bridget decided not to do baseball or softball this year because it was a four night a week commitment or at least four times a week. And I was like, she's eight years old. Like I, she doesn't need to be, she needs to be able to go to gymnastics and like, I can't do that. And they started so young now. Anyway, Abby Wambach said, cause she's roughly my age said, yeah, like I played every sport and that made me better at soccer. Um, because I don't know, you move your body in different ways and understand how your body works in different, um, sports and just hyper-focusing at such a young age. First of all, you get injured probably a little bit quicker. Um, and secondly, um, which is like is not good in the long run. Yep. Abby Wambach's from Rochester, and yeah. so her story is really well-known and often told because uh, she's just a few years older than me. Well, I don't know, five or six years older than me. But she's the youngest of like a ton of kids and basically said that she got stronger because her older brothers and sisters just beat the crap out of her and everything <laughs> yeah, right. they ever played. When um, she talked at this um, like Texas women's conference a few years ago and my girlfriends and I, we were as like work friends and we were all there and we were all like not gay or like bisexual. Oh, maybe some are, but I don't know. We were all like like swooning over Abby Wabak. Like we were like, oh my God, we love her so much. <laughs> Is she our girlfriend now? Um, yeah, she was very charismatic in real life. So we'll post the question of the week prompt uh, on the Facebook page at some point, but uh, we'll be asking what you're reading. So that should be an easy one for everyone to jump in on. Uh, See, we're smart. We read (laughs) (laughs) on occasion. Occasionally, yeah. I got a stack of books sitting next to my on my bedside table that I have not gotten to. That's been there for a couple of years now. I know. Um, And speaking of listener feedback, we'll go to the mailbag. Uh, Regular mail. This is where the cricket noise comes in, Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, got it. Uh, we did not have any uh, phones thrown this week. Maybe you're all just uh, hibernating for the winter on that. That's fine. That's okay. We're not sad. But we did get some fun responses, just a few fun responses from last week's question of the week, which was your titles for our romance novels. Uh, Andrea Ballard uh, jumped in and she says, I think y'all were mostly joking, but Christie's pitch has real merit, by the way. It does. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I don't need, you know what? And actually, let me pull up the Facebook page really quick. I'm doing this on the fly. Anne posted last week's uh, question of the week, and I think she did an excellent job summarizing our book. So, as a reminder, here we go. This is what I'm looking for. She wrote Now that you've listened to our romance novel pitches, help us out by suggesting some titles for our potential masterpieces. Here's a quick review Christy, Sam and Colin, the 90s teenage musicians defying stereotypes. Meredith has Mary and John living through the Salem witch trials. Mike, forgiveness and Lake Fleming, challenged by daddy issues and late onset superhero powers. <laughs> <laughs> and is it Cara or Cara? Cara, Cara right? Cara Chance and Wyatt, the cautious addiction counselor and the hotshot gambler. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary, Cecilia Barnes and Calvin, Regency adventurous and arrogant rich fella. And mine uh, is Madison, Virginia and Etienne Bellevue, small town girl in the big city who's swept up by Toronto's 40 under 40 former college hockey star. Oh, God. <laughs> There are, there really are, though, some, like, hyper-specific romance novels, so it makes sense. Well, and as Andrea commented on mine, she posted a link to the uh, online uh, Kindle book series, A Vancouver Wolves Hockey Romance, three books titled <laughs> Puck Me Secretly, An Enemies to Lovers Sports <laughs> Romance. <laughs> Uh, the second one is called Home Game, and the third one is called The Penalty Box. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and I regret clicking on these because uh, the description That's... of the first book is going to infect my my mm-hmm. Amazon. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so bad. Uh, the description of Puck Me Secretly just reads, I've oh. never been in love. I've never had an orgasm, but I've faked plenty. I want to experience love, real passionate love. I don't want to die. Apparently, it's set- <laughs> what? Apparently, what? It's the, it, apparently, according to the intro here, it, it opens on a an airplane crash that doesn't end up killing anyone. Oh. And so this oh, okay. confessing. But her. that's, it's like, oh, I'm horny. I don't want to die. <laughs> well, 
I, I found a longer description of this somewhere as I was clicking through things and she confesses this to a man on the plane next to her. And basically oh. he says, if they live, he'll give her an orgasm and they do. And he does. And it turns oh. out wow. she later wow, discovers wow, wow, wow. he's the star hockey player of the team. She's going to work. Of course for. he is. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> I want to read this. Read this. <laughs> oh, yeah, book club book. Do they have the audio book of that? You can, you can check the link on the Facebook thread for last week's question of the week. I love it, Chrissy and I are both like, ooh. ooh. Wait, what? <laughs> Star hockey player? I'm in. So, Orgasm's okay. And, and it's set in Vancouver, so it's basically any American oh, city. Oh, I can to drive. Yeah. I know. Every time, every time people are like, and then Megan and Harry live in Vancouver Island. I'm like, I could totally stop them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two Hi, hours guys. away. You guys, Hi. Puck Me secretly has 4.3 out of 5 on Goodreads. That's amazing. <laughs> Listen, oh, I'm adding it right now. That's way now. too good. For <laughs> it is the worst title, but oh, can we see <laughs> All right. Uh, Andrea's title thrash. She says, uh, uh, Christy titles, good enough. You never changed. I found you. Uh, if Christy and Meredith merged their books, it would be called The Ska Ritz. Letter. <laughs> oh, so bad. Uh, I kind of like this. Meredith, yeah, we need to work together. <laughs> uh for Mike, she came up with early entry or no. forgiving forgiving Flemish. Oh, early entry. Oh. <laughs> uh and she writes, addicted to you. Perfect. But I have to believe that that's out there somewhere. Yeah. Right? Eh, but, but it's good. I, I think it's you right. can recycle on those. It's okay. Of Hillary uh, yes. Deep puddle. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and she gave me the classic puck me. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, we're fine tuning that one. I, mean, I like yeah. the direction she was going. Uh, Sam Viner also jumped in and said, uh, "Mine should be titled Tip of the Hat Trick.'" Yeah, <laughs> uh, so it takes a Canadian's touch. I think that was good. Yep. Meredith, yours is burning magic, and Anne's is high rollers. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like those. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll keep working on our, our pitches for, uh, well, we're self-publishing, so I guess we're just pitching to ourselves. <laughs> this is how we make money. We got to make enough money to find a shirtless, uh, uh, ripped guy to yeah. be on the cover of right. our, yeah. 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 Bobby, you've been working out a lot. Come yeah. on, get into it. <laughs> you've got to have abs like that by now. <laughs> I, uh, 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 well, I could draw them on, I guess. oh good ones guys uh one more topic for us today uh i've been threatening to do this for weeks and weeks i just want to take a look at the reviews that we've gotten on the podcast since you know we've been through a lot of change the last several months with the show uh so as of this morning when i took some screenshots on my i have on my iphone this show has everything has 68 ratings come on uh, and, uh, <laughs> one more one more come on and, uh, and, uh, well i did one this morning because i don't think i'd ever done one so we'll see when that kicks in at a 4.5 rating um i do think that some of those ratings are carried over from the old show mm-hmm. so you know i don't think those are all from from the current yeah. iteration of things mm-hmm. but two recent reviews um first one is from November. Did we read this one on the show already? I can't remember. It's it's uh, more friends in your ear holes. I've been <laughs> listening to Tishi since its origins as a commentary podcast about another podcast, name redacted. When they <laughs> decided to move on from that last format, I happily followed along. This is a group of smart, interesting, funny, and mostly kind-hearted friends. We did read this because I remember <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. The mostly. <laughs> Who's the not kind-hearted one? Right. Mm, I'll take it. Uh, so thank you, Anne98941, for that. Um, all of the reviews that have come in since then are this one. Wonderful show. Five stars. A great show of hosts that I can say are my friends. I followed from LRB and I'm so glad. That's a review from listener Jonathan. So thank Yay. you, Jonathan. We always thank love hearing from you. Yeah. Uh, the rest of you slackers, no reviews. I like attention. Get into it. Please shower me. <laughs> With attention. Let's please. <laughs> yes. Positive attention. Five star attention. Uh, and I, I think that's it. That's that's all yeah. I've got for today. This was a small talk catch up show because we've been talking about movies for so long. We just had all these other little things bottled up. I know. And and honestly, like we love doing the movie stuff. And, I, you know, I 
I, the, I was sad to not be on the romance novel um, sketch out, but I, it was great. And, you know, share on the Facebook page. Like, if there's things y'all want us to talk about, I mean, obviously we plan, but, like, if y'all want us to talk about romance novels again or whatever, just anything, um, it's your show, too. So get involved. Yeah. Let's do some Tishi Recommends. Who wrote Little Gold Men? Me. Okay, Tishi Recommends. Okay, so I just – this is not a podcast – um, what do we call it? Like the where we do the podcast roundup of things that we're listening to. I listen to tripod. too many podcasts. Tripod. Yeah, tripod. <clears throat> but I since we talked about the Oscars, this is my main Oscars uh podcast. It's called Little Gold Men. Um it's been on for about four or five years. Cause I remember when they talked about the Revenant, so that was a thousand years ago. Anyway, they, it's a Vanity Fair podcast, but they do a really, really good job and they do it all year round. So they're talking I like I will not necessarily have seen a movie, but like I know what's at Toronto, which is usually like the big um, film festival before the Oscar, or it's the one that's sort of the big like premiere. Um, Etienne can get you tickets, by the way. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I just really like the people that are on it. And they talk about TV sometimes, and they, they don't just talk about artsy movies. They also talk about just the, the big movies that are out. So I, I find it very entertaining. If you like Oscars and if you like Oscar history, and just like movie reviews and stuff, I I think it's fun and and I enjoy it. Who's next? Um, me. This is a movie that's on um, Amazon Prime streaming, and it's called Troop Zero. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm. Anyone? I've heard of um, it, but I haven't seen it. It's so cute. It's about not Girl Scouts, but some kind of troop like that. Um. And it takes place oh, in the 70s. Yeah, I heard it. It's like Alice and Janney. So cute. Yeah. Viola uh, Vi- 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 Davis yeah. and Jim Gaffigan and Alice and Janney. And then uh, the cutest kids ever. Um, this, this little ragtag group of like misfit girls want to join a troop. And because the, the prize is NASA is going to record the winning troops voice on a gold record that's going to space and so these girls are like super excited and they're like nerdy and want want to be in space and so they start a troop but the only number left was zero because Allison Janney is a brat and doesn't want them to be in it because they don't look the part it's so cute all right yeah, we I watched it. I showed it to Elliot. I'm like, I don't know if this is like what it's even rated, but it's like Girl Scouts. And she said, this is my new favorite movie oh, ever. <laughs> yeah. um, so I highly recommend that. I love a Janny. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'll always be interested. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hi, dog. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you lock the door so he can't open it? Someone's at the door. I recommend oh. dogs. That's aggressive. <laughs> It's aggressive to knock on someone's door and be, not tell them you're coming. Yeah, right? it's a, absolutely it's not. terrible. Yeah. Uh, my recommendation is the new HBO docuseries McMillions, which is about the scandal behind the million dollar, multi-million dollar winners of the McDonald's Monopoly game. Um, we just started it. It's rolling out now and it's rolling out weekly. So we watched the first episode last night and some of the second episode before Sam fell asleep. But that's not a value statement on the quality of the show. She was just tired. Um, it's uh, amazing. I always knew it's, it always felt like that shit was rigged. And I knew that there was a story behind that, but I didn't know much about it. And just the first episode was amazing. The FBI gets involved, starting to break down all of the people who know each other, who seem to win a million dollars. on yeah, the yeah. yeah. That's on our list. Uh, and I am. Like I said, it's coming out now, so we're going to finish episode two, and then we'll wait patiently for the next episode to come out. It might be worth waiting a month to binge it, actually. But yeah. So I am. Good. Dave and I, I was inspired by you, Bobby, and Dave and I watched the first half, but then I just got tired, and I was like, shut it off, because I want to watch it. I don't want to fall asleep <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. while I'm watching it. And Dave was, like, I think is minorly obsessed with the um, FBI guy, the one that's, like, that actually will talk. And he's like, does he still work for the FBI? Because he seems very frank about he's everything. neurotic. He's yes. crazy. Yeah. He cusses all the time, too. I'm like, I didn't think FBI people were, like, supposed to be like, saying shit all the time. It was, <laughs> it's very Jacksonville. Uh, uh, yeah. The uh, the <laughs> show was a little overproduced for my taste. Yeah. It's a yeah. little much, but it yeah. is entertaining. The reenactments. Yeah. I, I hate reenactments so it's, much. It's cheesy, but the story is so good, it's worth it. Yeah. 
uh, Meredith, is this the late edition from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this isn't, a, this isn't media. This is, <laughs> this is a drink I'm suddenly obsessed hey. with. <laughs> this show has everything. <laughs> hey, nobody said it had to be a show, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We went out uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day and we accidentally went out for Valentine's Day dinner. Um, uh, kind of forgot that it was Valentine's mistake. Day and just went yeah. out and we we're like, what is going on? Oh, right. Uh, so we couldn't find a parking spot and the places were full, but we found a seat at this place called Babo that we like. Um, Albanian slang for, for dad is Babo. <laughs> um, and we've been there for breakfast, but never for dinner. And it was better for breakfast. But I did get a really amazing cocktail that probably everybody knows about but me. It's called a French 75. So and um, I'm going after this show to the grocery store to get everything to make them. Um, and it's a champagne cocktail. It's got gin and lemon juice and simple syrup, which sounds kind mm. of whatever, boring, no, but, but it's, it's so, good. so good. It's so good. Go, yeah, it's like yeah. somebody took a gin spritzer and made it with champagne. Yeah, yeah. I don't even yeah. like gin that much, but I love yeah. champagne, so I think it kind of evens out. It's, it's really so wonderful. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to brunch, and I wish they were going to offer those, but I don't think they will. They don't? That's, well, I'm going to a Mexican restaurant for brunch, so I oh. doubt they'll have like a... Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Espanol. Uh, yeah. Sesenta. Sesenta. French. Single. Just, just <laughs> enjoy your margarita. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like a, a mimosa with, made with pineapple juice. Yeah. That is good. That is which really is weird good. because so good. I don't like pineapple juice like in general, but I it's like so it. It's so sweet. Yeah. But I like yeah, it. In that's a, why it's good. Like yeah. you said, a dropper. Right. Yes. Of a tiny bit. Pineapple juice. Yeah. Tiny, <laughs> tiny little. Bit. Just for color. That's all we need. Right. Christy? Um, I'm doing housekeeping. Um, <laughs> I am doing housekeeping. Is that what Hello, you Hello, I'm just... Christy, and I'm here to do housekeeping. <laughs> Don't forget to tip. Um, <laughs> buy stuff from us. New merchandise and old merchandise from Chinese shops <laughs> um, at uh, thisshowhaseverything.com. Click the shop button. Um, also, rate and review us. Your review can be read on the show, and it it's, will. Yes. Most of make me happy. Thank you. Yeah. And give us five stars and then write a terrible review. Yeah, yeah. The funnier, the better. Like, <laughs> just like, yeah, like, just like roast us, please. Yeah, that's fine. It. Just give right. us five stars. Hi, I'm Meredith, and I'm doing Get Involved. <laughs> uh, our website is thisshowhaseverything.com. You can still use throwyourphone.com to send it. You can throw your phone about TBTL. We don't care. You know, yeah. that's still entertaining to us. Throw your phone about whatever yeah. you want. Um, check out our Facebook group. Um, our show Twitter is at Tishi Show. You can send us an email at Tishi at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo. Um, do we have a phone number for that? I thought we had a Google no. voice number. You well, just email we it to, to us. We lost it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so record yeah, it on so, your phone and email yeah. it to us. Yeah, um, it's easy. And you can fax us your butt um, at 617-354-8513. And thank you for joining <laughs> us. That show had everything. It really did. Yeah, yeah it, it did.
Go drink, you guys. Yay! Yes. Saturday. <laughs> Not Sunday. <laughs> you get a whole day back, Bobby. How do you feel? What are you going to do? weekend day. <laughs> it's like call back. I oh, you know what? The... I never did. Oh. That was satisfying. Uh, that's, like, that's the end. That's the nailed it. Mm. <laughs>